Welcome to Endzone Edge with your hosts, Matt Miller and Mocha Fafi. Every week, we'll break down the key matchups and provide expert commentary on the biggest games. So if you're ready to take your football betting to the next level, buckle up. It's Endzone Edge. Welcome into Endzone Edge. I am your host, Matt Miller, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mo Kafafi. Mo, hop in and say hi to everybody. Hey, yo, what's up, everyone? Uh, Matt, thank you so much for letting me ride shotgun in this crazy NFL journey that we're about to bestow upon everyone. I've been waiting to jump on something with you for a while. It's exciting. Words can't even describe it. That's why I keep mumbling, but I'm so stoked. Let's get it, baby. I'm hyped. Thank you so much to you and the network for letting me join. I'm I'm stoked for the opportunity to do this. So in case you're wondering what we are and what Endzone even, Edge even actually is, uh, we are your one-stop shop for every parlay you're going to make on Sunday. We're going to update you so, with some news happening around the league. We're going to feature our four favorite games that we want to talk about every week. And we're going to give you our top three picks for what's going to be featured on our parlay. So, you know, you can use it or you cannot use it. If you win, we win. If you lose, we lose. But we lose double because we gave you that advice and you don't deserve to be treated like that. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm I'm too stoked. Let's just dive right in. The End Zone Edges Breaking News Report. Mo, you want to start us off with the big one? Uh, you know that I'm a big fan of this player specifically, Brees Hall. Brees Hall and the snaps? Is that what you're talking about? Absolutely. Well, it sounds like the handcuffs are coming off and he's going to be allowed to run wild going forward. And that's what the Jets need because their offense is stagnant. Not having Aaron Rodgers is a huge loss. And now Brees Hall can continue off from last season and put this team on his shoulder because we all know Zach Wilson, a.k.a. the Milf Hunter, cannot. So, yeah, Brees Hall, this is a big opportunity for you and maybe a little bit for Dalvin Cook as well. Now, this is something that I actually like. When I read it, I was like, hmm, do I really actually care for anything more than <laughs> fantasy? Because, like, fantasy-wise, 100%, like, you know, we've, we've been on the Show Us Your TDs podcast, and I'm, I'm big on Brees Hall this year. He's in a couple of my dynasties. Uh, so I love it for fantasy, but I don't really care so much for the parlay aspect of stuff. I'm making money. However, this week... He has the Denver Broncos, who are currently sitting dead last against the rush in the NFL. So, again, don't really care about this news like long term outside of fantasy, um, because I still think the Jets are their offense is going to it's going to struggle when you only have one weapon. It's going to it's going to be a struggle. Well, you have but one for, weapon, you have one you can't use in in Garrett, like Garrett Wilson. He's fantastic. I think he could have been a top 10 wide receiver this season, but Rodgers going down and now you got to resort to the Milf Hunter. Yeah, he may as well just ride the pine. Exactly. And for that, like, I'm not optimistic at all. I'm The Jets are honestly never making a parlay of mine. <laughs> like, I'm avoiding them at all costs. But uh, with this, they might actually make it to this week. I don't know, because dead last in the NFL, like, you got to take you got to take after it. Kendrick Green has been placed on the IR. That brings the count up to four missing pieces for the Houston Texans. Poor CJ Stroud. He's going to get annihilated out there. However, 
I don't know if you've looked at a stat line yet. Uh, we talked about it. And this episode shows your TDs. It's mind boggling. Like, how is he? How is he this good? He's rocking a six touchdown to zero interception ratio. And he's over 1200 air yards. And they're missing pieces on the old line. What is happening? Like, not he, optimistic, but best kept, kept secret. That's that's my that's my take uh, from it. He's been fantastic, and Nico Collins and Tank Dell make a huge difference. It's insane. Like it's, you want to say it was going to be abysmal, but I mean, yeah, okay. Their their run game isn't the greatest in the NFL. Um, like their offense isn't the greatest in the NFL. But it's hard to argue with numbers like that. And to be honest, I kind of like them against most spreads. When he keep, if he can keep playing like this, I like them against most spreads. Now. One of your um, one of your favorite storylines of the year is Von Miller's back. Might even play this weekend in London. What are your thoughts on this? That's a huge upgrade for the Bills, and they're already one of the top defenses in the league. But adding Von Miller's presence, the the veteran leadership, he's been through the grind. He's got a title. Actually, there's two titles, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he did one with the Rams. So bringing him on board with this potent, potent Bills team just makes him unstoppable. I, I think we slept on the Bills and adding that piece, especially since uh, their corner white is out for the season, just helps that defense so much more. So look out AFC. That's all I got to say. Like, what else can we say about this man that hasn't already been said? Like the Buffalo defense has already been elite without him. Look what they did to the commanders. I mean, let's be honest. That was the commander, so kind of expected <laughs> it to happen, but still not taking away from the eliteness of that defense. All I'm going to say is if he does play this weekend, good luck, Trevor Lawrence. You are going to have to run, boy. You're going to have to get out of the way. You're going to have to throw that ball real quick. And with that news, it's time for this week's featured matchups. Starting off with the Bills versus the Jags, in London. Buffalo is a five and a half point favorite here and the Jags didn't have to travel. So what are your thoughts here? What are your initial thoughts here? You know, it's crazy. I was going to ask you, do you think the Jags not having to travel is going to make a big difference? I do think it is, but it's the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen is firing on, on all cylinders. Stefan Diggs with three touchdowns last week. Everyone's getting involved. The offense cook Gabe Davis, uh, Dalton Kincaid looks like a, a really good pl- uh, player. And they got Dawson Knox. Uh, man, I, the Jags aren't who we thought they were going to be. So I, I still like the five, five and a half for Buffalo going so, into today. I agree 100%. And when it comes down to the, the whole Jags not traveling, I think that is going to be a factor. But we need to look at a few other things here, like the Bills defense. They're averaging 2.8 takeaways a game. Now, granted, those numbers were inflated because of that Manders game. So, like, we'll take that into, into consideration. But even going further, like you said, Allen's playing like a beast. He's rocking a 74% completion rating and has 106 ground, ground yards versus Lawrence's 67.1%, which, I mean, that's nothing to shake your head at, but it's not 74 and what's he doing on there? He's got 101 yards on the ground. So like their ground game is pretty even, but Allen's just way bigger and you're not gonna be able to stop him. You know, this Buffalo defense is chock full of huge dudes. They're gonna be out for blood when it comes to Lawrence. I think they're gonna be mad about the travel time because this is the first time I think I've ever seen Buffalo play in London. 
Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. But like, I know I, I, I feel like we should just change the Jaguars name to instead of Jacksonville, it should be like the London Jaguars or something like that. <laughs> or like the London Cup of Teas or something. Who knows? Bip, bip, chidio. Exactly. <laughs> James Cook has been more than efficient 5.29 yards on the ground versus ETN's 3.77. So, I mean, it's a little bit of a favor for Buffalo. And Stefan Diggs. Oh, my God. All this man does is catch tutties. Catching 31 of 39 targets for four touchdowns. And Ridley is the best answer in Jacksonville for that. What are your thoughts on that? I, I don't think he holds up. Who, Ridley? Yeah, what are your thoughts? He, if if uh, Zay Jones is playing, it might make a life easier for Ridley. But no, compared to Stefan Diggs, first of all, Diggs is eons better than Ridley. And Ridley's a fantastic player. But Ridley's been away for a while. He's still getting used to the NFL. Trevor Lawrence, if we're comparing Trevor Lawrence to uh, to Josh Allen, come on, it's it's night and day. Josh Allen is just head and shoulders better than Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence will get there. There's been games where he, he looks like he's the real deal and he could be the next face or one of the faces of the NFL, but it's Josh Allen. Josh Allen throwing to Stephon Diggs. Who would you rather have? Josh Allen throwing to Stephon Diggs or Trevor Lawrence throwing to, to Calvin Ridley? It's Diggs all day. Four touchdowns versus two touchdowns. 15 of 28 for Ridley, 31 of 39 for Diggs. You're obviously taking those numbers. You're taking Diggs. You're taking Buffalo all day. Personally, I've always said that the Bills in this game right away, I think the Bills could actually end up going all the way and winning the Super Bowl this year. It's originally going to be the Bengals, but uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. (laughs) Easy Bengal fans. uh, (laughs) We uh, we definitely uh, definitely got our... uh, our, uh, ourselves put in check there a little bit this year so far, which brings us to the next game. And this one I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for. Um, so oh my. this as is going to be fan. as a Cowboys yeah. fan. I am. This is going to be the Giants Dolphins. Dolphins are minus 11 at home. Both teams are having pretty historic seasons just on opposite ends <laughs> of the spectrum here. Like two is playing like a true MVP candidate this year. And the Giants are, well, or the Giants this year. I mean, you have a Super Bowl contending offense going up against a D averaging zero takeaways a game in the NFL through four weeks. This could get out of hand. What are your thoughts on this one? This potentially could be the most lopsided game so far in the NFL. And I know we had Denver and, um, and the Dolphins earlier. With that seventy was it fifty point win, something like that. Yeah, it was like seventy right. to whatever. Yeah, 70, yeah, seventy. Yeah, I think it was a fifty point win. But I have a feeling the Giants may not score in this game. It, it just looks like it's going to come down to that. Daniel Jones is hot garbage. I told everyone when this man was getting this money, it was going to be the biggest mistake the Giants ever made. Instead of paying Saquon, they pay a guy who had one good season, one. And that's because he was on his best behavior. But if you look at him, he's throwing picks right in the end zone. He's not paying attention to the plays. He looks like a deer in the headlights. His coach threw a clipboard at him because that's how fed up he was with his performance. The Giants are a hot mess. They're garbage. They're not going to do much. This could be a huge lopsided win. And I like the 11, minus 11 for Miami because they're at home. And all the all the Dolphins do is score. Let's call it out. I mean, to his MVP season, 
but realistically, they got this A-chan kid. Where mm-hmm. did he come from? Third round pick. He was injured. So the problem was in training camp, he got hurt. He got dinged up. So he didn't get to practice as much. And I was reading, I had him on my team and I dropped him because someone else, someone else was available and I couldn't, and I didn't want to wait, you know, but he looks fantastic. He can do everything. Reminds me of a way better Darren Sproles mm-hmm. slash. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. If you want to know like Darren Sproles and McKinnon, like a fusion of those two, he just can do everything. He's fast. He can catch. And it's another weapon for Mike McDaniel and, and the squad. And McDaniels, I'm just going to put it out there. My favorite coach in the NFL. He's the coolest like, coach like, out there, man. <laughs> I just, I just want to party with him. I just want to go to a game yeah. just to potentially meet him and just be like, "You're, we're best friends now." Like Absolutely. I've never met him. Like we're best friends because you are the coolest guy. I love when he walks around. He's just got that strut. He's like a college kid, or he's like the rich kid whose dad just left him the house for the day. He's just going <laughs> to party all day. I love this guy, and I do appreciate how he said, especially after the Denver game. He was like, "It doesn't matter what the score is; it's our standard." Everybody does their jobs. Nobody looks at the scoreboard. Everybody just continues to do their job. And if they do that again, we could be looking at another college football score here. Like, yeah. do you think they lay another 70? Maybe not 70, but I feel like the Giants might not get to what the Broncos did. And they might lay a goose egg or get three again, or maybe 10, where the Dolphins put up a 40 piece or something like that. I, I can see that. All I know is this game, I'm. I'm only touching Miami if I touch anything. I don't typically like taking spreads that are higher than higher than six and a half to eight's kind of my number, the highest I'll really go. But minus 11, it seems more than achievable for a team that put up 70. And now, now, (laughs) it's the Bengals at the Cardinals and the Bengals are somehow three point favorites here. Let's address it. Is the Bengals season over? No, not yet. I don't think so either. I think Joe Burrow is just hurt. I'm beyond disappointed in Zach Taylor as a coach. Like, I don't even get me started. We just paid, what is it? 275 million guaranteed dollars to Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow. He gets hurt in the offseason or in the preseason. Sorry. Let him sit. Thank you. Take off the first two weeks. I mean, we lost anyways. Like, you know what I mean? If, if we're going to lose, let's protect our asset. Let him get healthy. Come back and do what he did last year. Dominate the league. But right now, we still got an offensive line that's gelling. They're still getting used to each other. And we got a guy at quarterback who can't move. He's a sitting duck out there right now. And like now we might be losing Higgins. Like, oh man, Joe Burrow has a QB rating this year. Of such a disappointing 69.1. Nice. I mean, great number. But <laughs> <laughs> If he loses Higgins and he can't move, I know like Higgins is saying he wants to play. But again, that's another huge asset. At some point, Zach Taylor's got to stand up and guy, say, guys, no, our future is more important than where we're at right now. If we have a weird anomaly of a season where we just we have a losing record, we get a good draft pick. I'm cool with that. Most fans would be cool with that. What we're not cool with is losing our franchise quarterback who's going to bring us a Super Bowl eventually. And if my coach, oh man, if he ends up going down to a career-ending injury because Zach Taylor did not sit him, 
there will be riots and I'm pretty sure I'll be a part of them because it's getting his head, insane. His head will be on a spike. And, oh. and the thing you don't want an RG three thing all over again. Exactly. RG three, in my opinion, back then was going to be the greatest. Yep. And, or, or up there for sure. And then he gets hurt and he's done. Now he's sitting in a commentator's booth. Now, granted, He's one of the best commentators out there. I think he's I love really, him. I, I only watch his coverage now if I can. But like he would have been much better still watching him on the NFL field. Even though he was a Russian quarterback, he probably still wouldn't be playing. But I digress. The problem for Cincy is that Burrow should not be playing. But let's look deeper into it. The rushing is close. Both teams haven't had that efficient of a ground game. But I do give the edge here to the Bengals there. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think Joe Mixon, he's just the better running back. Yeah, Connor is great, but like their old, their old line can't really protect him. Our defense, it's not league leading, but I think they've shown competence. And I think they can get at them and pressure the run game. I think they can get out there and pressure uh, Dobbs. Yeah, they're trying to tank, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're almost getting worse than the than the Manders. How many? Uh, how many? quarterbacks that the Manders have now in like the past 13 seasons like is it 28 quarterbacks something like something that like that it's, it's it's ridiculous but when you don't want to invest in one then that's what happens you're gonna lose mm-hmm. i still think that the bengals need to bench burrow however if they do that do you think that affects this line at all because we still have jamar chase and to quote him I'm always having hope. <laughs> That's solid, solid quote. Who's your backup if you were to bench him? Looking at our depth chart, it looks like Jake Browning is our next competent person if Joe Burrow doesn't suit up. Not familiar with him, to be honest with you. Um, we do have AJ McCarron on our practice squad, which I do think if we were going to make anything, but I haven't gotten any updated news. And I mean, it is Thursday, so I'm assuming he is playing. Mm-hmm. But if he's not playing, I would assume that Jake Browning's going because I would have heard that they moved McCarron up. I personally would start McCarron, but that's because, in my opinion, okay, yeah, penalties got in the way, but he won that playoff game against the Steelers yeah. way back like three, four years ago. I actually think it was longer than that. I think it was like five years yeah. ago. Uh, yeah, so back. with that, I think you're right. I do think that it's a winnable game, regardless who's at QB, because we still have Jamar Chase. I would be taking the Bengals minus three here. And now your boys. This is my favorite game of the week. The Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are three and a half point favorites. I'm just going to let you do the talking on this one. So this is the Sunday nighter. We got the boys versus the Niners. The Niners are 4-0. Cowboys 3-1. Cowboys should be 4-0, but when you lose to garbage teams, that's what happens. Um, Yeah, the line is three and a half. I do like it. I this, these are two juggernaut defenses that are going toe to toe. Yes, uh, Trayvon is not playing. He's out for the season with the torn ACL. Huge loss for the Cowboys. Huge loss. And if he was in this game, that line would be a two. I'm telling you that right now. But it's not. The beat goes on. The show must continue. The, this is basically falls on Dak Prescott. <laughs> How many mistakes will Dak Prescott make? In the game, in the red zone, if he can, if he can somehow eliminate those mistakes or have them to limit limit them to one or two, and we can contain Christian McCaffrey, we have a chance. But this is the San Francisco 49ers. 
Brock Purdy's the real deal. Mr. Irrelevant. I like them. I like the three and a half. I actually think they win by six. You are, you're taking San Francisco here. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, to contrast that, cause you are right. Mr. Irrelevant having a season. Like he's looking like the real deal and they have McCaffrey who is a real life cheat code. It's like the Connor <laughs> David football. Like he's it's the best player in the NFL. Not even yeah. like he's better than Patrick Mahomes right now. Oh, hundred percent. He's better than any player like Christian McCaffrey. If you have him on your fantasy team, I said this on TDs as well. You're probably winning the league. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. At the rate you're going. Yeah. hundred percent. But the Cowboys have arguably, and I, I, I want to stress that it's, arguably Mm -hmm. um, because I personally don't think it is. I think it's 100% clean and clear. They're the top defense in the league. Like the only team that has more takeaways a game than them is the Buffalo bills. And as I said, the Buffalo bills had that game against the commanders so that those numbers just got inflated other than that on a game to game basis. And like Dallas really had a bad game a couple weeks ago where their defense didn't play up to snuff and they're still averaging 2.5. That's insane. Like, they're the best defense. And I've always said, defenses are what wins you games. Yeah, okay, San Francisco's got a pretty elite defense too, and they are going to be able to stop Dallas more than Dallas is going to be able to stop them. But I just, I think it's one or two drives. You know, you get one turnover, Dallas gets one interception, forces one fumble. That changes the game. I actually like the the Cowboys plus three and a half. Don't like them to win, but I like them plus three and a half here. I think, personally. So for me, it comes down to McCarthy, and it comes down to Dak. It comes down to the coaching and the quarterback. McCarthy is a fool. He thinks he's clever. He's not. He's just lucky that Dan Quinn is the best defensive coordinator, period, hands down, on God's, on God's green earth. And Dak Prescott has shown time and time again he cannot come up when it's clutch time. So this would be a huge statement for the Cowboys. I actually hope you're right. If they can play to their standard, the defense could step up, contain McCaffrey, hold Debo and Ayuk, you know, to reasonable numbers and make Mr. Irrelevant actually irrelevant, they have a chance. But that 49ers team, man, all around, all around from top to bottom, they they might be the best team in football right now. And it's prime time. And I've always said, you never know what happens in prime time. I think, I think it's plus three and a half for the Cowboys there. But now we're going to move into our parlays. Parlay giveaway. For mine, I'm taking the Bills, but I'm taking an alternate spread here because I want to bet that number up. I just don't quite like it at five and a half. If you're going to take five and a half, you may as well take the full tutty. So I'm moving it up to six and a half where I can actually make a little bit extra money because I just see this defense wreaking havoc on Lawrence all morning long. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a two score game. If I'm going to throw money down, I'm going to throw money down on single digit wins. I'm also taking a game that we didn't feature. I'm taking the Detroit Lions. I'm not sure I'm fully sold on the nine and a half, though. So I'm going to wait this one out. I think that's too high. Yeah, I'm going to wait this one out. I'm going to see if it can come down a little bit by Sunday because Detroit's playing amazing, but it's the Detroit Lions. (laughs) And I've just been hurt too many times by them. So, like, I think David Montgomery is doing all the things he needs to do. I think Ymir Gibbs is, oh, man, he's going to be amazing if they use him. They just need to use him. But other than that, I think that they are going to have a great day. Not to mention all that, but I, I think Amon Ra is still playing. I heard that he was questionable, it, it, but he practiced it, this week. 
it's up in the air because I have them on my squad and they don't know, but they do have Jamison Williams coming back from suspension. Now he's not going to get a lot of snaps because uh, the coach flat out said, you're not going to get 60 on a weekend, but it's encouraging that they have another weapon for Jared Goff. But yeah, I'm, I would monitor that one because I, I feel like he may or may not play this weekend. I think if he doesn't play, I move this down to three. I take them yeah. at two and a half. Yeah. But if he's playing, if Amon Ra, if they have a fully healthy squad, I'm probably going to take the nine and a half. I want to see if it comes down first, though. And my last game is the Ravens minus four. News dropped yesterday. Pickett is expected to play, but he's not Lamar Jackson. He's just not. <laughs> Plus, he's missing a solid bailout option. Pat Fryermuth is out, who's, I think, out for two to three weeks. So monitor that and make sure you're taking that into account. I'm not a big Steelers fan, obviously. Like, look at the background. I'm a fan <laughs> of the Bengals, so I actually hate both of these teams. But I don't hate making money. And I just think the Ravens at minus four is solid. And I might even move this one up to six and a half as well, depending on what pieces are playing for the Steelers. And I just, I don't see Najee being a problem. I just don't see Najee hasn't been a problem since his rookie year. Uh, Yeah, Fairmouth isn't playing. Uh, Deontay Johnson isn't playing. So you're left with Pickett, Robinson, and whoever else they have out there. Yeah, Austin, Calvin Austin, I think it is. Six and a half might be pretty good, actually, for for that. And, And Pickett's... He's wearing a, a brace, a knee brace or something like that. That's what they're yeah. saying. So he's not going to be that mobile mobile either. So look for the Ravens to just come in hard and crush the spirits out of the Steelers. And take that division because I think they are going to be the team that wins the division this year, which sucks because I'm a Bengals fan and I want it to be us, but I don't see anything but a wild card for us this year. What is on your parlay this week? Okay, Matt, so your parlay was pretty awesome. I like how you switched it up a bit because you're right. You have to take those into into account when you're betting because we all love to make money, and this is how you do it. So mine, I went more on the safe route. I went. I actually just bumped the Chiefs game. I think it was at four and a half, at four and a half but I went to five. Five over the Vikings. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. This season, he's better on the road than he is at home. Uh, there will be nearly more Mahomes jersey than there will be Cousins jerseys anyways in Minnesota. Mahomes should have like a buffet of options against the poor Minnesota defense. It's going to be a shootout, but I think the Chiefs overall defense is really good and they can counter counteract whatever the Vikings throw at them. So I like minus five for that game. Then we go to Philadelphia and four and a half over the Rams. For the pure reason that SoFi Stadium, there's no home advantage for either the Rams or the Chargers. Never. I, I feel like that stadium is cursed, and that sounds like a them problem. And Phil, Philly should fill the place up, you know, despite it being a road game and relatively sl- They've started off slow, but they're 4-0 for a reason. They know how to win. They know how to get it done. And I could see this jump into five, actually, if the defense is stout and it can har- harass and bang up Matthew Stafford, and I see Stafford running for his life all day, all day. And I can see this one making its way up to six and a half, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I said five just to be sure, but just to be safe. But yeah, it can go six and a half. And then the last but not least, I know you don't like touch double digits, but I do in this case because it's the stupid Giants. It's the Dolphins at minus 11. <laughs> what more can you say? We, we said it earlier, like Miami and Miami got humbled last week. So I feel like they're going to be on a mission 
look for this defense to wreak habit. Daniel Jones sucks. If you trip over your own feet when you're on a, when you're on a breakaway, that speaks volumes. I, I'm sorry. The, their season is in shambles. Even if Saquon does dress, don't look for him to make much of a difference. Take take the minus 11. I think it's going to be, like Matt said, a college score again. And, man, if you do and you win, you can thank us later. That's all I got to say about that. I didn't look at it. I wonder what the over is for Tyreek receiving yards this, this week. Yeah, that, I should have looked into that. But what do you think? If you had to make a guess, I mean, I think he's capable of putting up like 200 yards every game if he wanted to. Yeah, but I think here, I feel like this is going to get they're going to get away with it early, and it's just going to be a run game. I think this is an HN game. To be honest with you, I think I think the first quarter they're going to be up a couple scores, and they're just going to run the clock out. And Giants are just not going to be able to stop them. They just don't have enough firepower. To, yeah. keep, to even keep up like Waller. Everyone was excited when Waller jumped, uh, jumped on board, but Waller hasn't been hurt and or, sorry, healthy in three seasons or four seasons. And he's 30, 30 and up. It's not going to make a difference. They have no wide receivers. Daniel Jones is a fraud and he should give all the money that he signed. He should give it back or donate it to charity. Donations all day. He can donate it to my bank account if he wanted to, because <laughs> then I can afford more parlays. <laughs> so while we have just a little bit more time, I just want to say thanks, Mo, for hopping on this and you know helping me out uh, start my first ever podcast. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Thanks to the Not After Thirty Network for hosting me and having me on. Thank you, most importantly, for listening. Make sure that you're subscribing and leaving us some feedback. Give us your parlay in a comment section somewhere and just let us know overall how you did. And for the fantasy football lovers, make sure you're jumping over to check out the newest episode of show us your TDs. Yeah, Matt, thank you so much for, for having me on board. This is a lot of fun. It's, it's great. Just talking football, regardless if it's betting, if it's news or it's fantasy, we could do this all day. We, we could just keep this rolling all day, but sadly not everyone can keep up with that. So that's cool. We, but we appreciate you, Matt, I look forward to hearing more and more of your parlays and your bets and your wisdom because you know your stuff hands down. And yes, there will be a show us your TD's new episode drop in in the next couple of days. We just recorded. It's fun. It's got Gooby. So, you know, it's going to be a crazy amount of laughs. So check that out. Follow the socials. Follow Matt. This guy is the real deal. You're going to be hearing his voice all over the airwaves in the next coming day days months years i'm telling you this guy is the next big thing check him out he's a he's a star in this industry thanks mo you can find me at all social medias i'm at milzy on the radio goodbye thank you for tuning in to another episode of end zone edge remember there's always an edge to be found in the end zone we'll see you next week